When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great Monday. Fun action on the diamond. we got a full Tuesday ahead for you. So let's recap some news and notes from Monday and get you right into some Tuesday fun here. Tampa Bay Rays. We'll start off with a fun one here. They're going to get a new stadium in St. Petersburg. It's going to be a 30,000-person stadium. They're going to build a whole deal around it, stores and restaurants and everything. I believe there's going to be up in about three to four years, they're saying. So we'll see how that one pans out in the St. Petersburg area. So good to see they're going to get a new place because the drop – one of the bigger dumps ever made. Tanner Bybee of the Cleveland Guardians mentioned he was going to go to the I.O. with right hip inflammation is now official on Monday, and that'll wrap up his solid, solid rookie season. Over 140 innings pitched. Great stuff from Bybee as he looks to continue on the winning ways in 2024. St. Louis Cardinals reliever Giovanni Gallegos goes to the I.L. With right, uh, with right rotator cuff injury. That'll put him out for the rest of the season. Makes sense of why Ryan Helsley is getting all the save chances right now. But Gallegos was awesome this year, so we'll see how he bounces back in 2024. Michael A. Taylor was activated off the IL for the Minnesota Twins and right back in the lineup on Monday. And in doing so, Jordan Luplo was designated for assignment by the Twins. Brewers placed Diego Vieira on the IL reliever for the Brew Crew with a right calf strain, and they recalled Colin Ray from AAA, who's been up and down, playing long relief in the pros and all over the place. Adds more pitching depth to the Brewers as they head into the postseason. The Rangers, they had some fun on Monday. They activated Josh Young from the IL, and he hit fifth on Monday. And then a kind of a surprise late activation. The Rangers also activated Adelise Garcia from the IL, who was supposed to be back maybe towards the weekend. So getting Young and Adelise back for a postseason push here for the Rangers, they get all the help they can get right now. That is pretty big stuff. Sam Huff and Jonathan Ornias was sent back to AAA. The Brewers' top prospect, Jackson Chirillo, was promoted to AAA, just a move like we saw with some others on uh, Sunday, that these teams are moving some of these bats up, bats and even pitchers up to AAA is to keep them fresh just in case they need a little extra postseason help. More Minnesota Twins news. Carlos Correa left Monday's game by re-aggravating his plantar fasciitis in his left foot. That is just a lingering problem he's had the entire season. It's honestly amazing. Carlos Correa has played as many games as he's played this season with that plantar fasciitis injury. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be day-to-day with that one. We'll see how that plays out. Farmer came in and got the playing time at shortstop, who played shortstop primarily when Correa was out earlier this season. So if you're looking for some daily league help, Kyle Farmer could be your dude in Great American Small Park. Salvador Perez, we mentioned he missed Sunday's game after getting hit in the face by a foul ball on Saturday. Well, Sally was placed on the seven-day concussion IL on Monday. That's a shame. He'll be out at least the rest of this week. In reality, 
I don't know if we see Salvi the rest of the season. Like, what's the point? Uh, I guess just to get some fans in the seats, maybe. But uh, yeah, Salvi, that's that's a shame to finish a season like that. The Reds, a couple kind of funny, kind of sad moves here. The Reds placed Harrison Bader on the IL with a groin injury, recalling Connor Phillips. Remember, Harrison Bader was one of the two outfielders that the Reds um, claimed off waivers from the uh, over the, uh, the the waiver deadline when the Angels went crazy. Obviously, Bader from the Yankees. The other outfielder was Hunter Renfro, who the Reds designated for assignment on Monday. So the two outfielders they claimed might not even finish the season with the Reds. Oh, the fun and irony in that. Stuart Fairchild was activated off the IL to take Hunter Renfro's spot on the roster. So, yeah, not good stuff there. Maybe Nixon Zell seems some more playing time in the outfield as one of the right-handed platoon bats. Robbie Grossman was scratched from Monday's lineup with the Rangers. He is day-to-day. And the last but not least, Max Freed. This was an interesting one. The Atlanta Braves is going to have a start pushed back. He was supposed to pitch in this series against the Philadelphia Phillies. He's having to start pushed back to this weekend, hopefully this weekend, as he has a hot spot on a finger on his left throwing hand. Something to monitor for Max Freed. All right, we got some hitting highlights from Monday for you. Ryan O'Hearn went five for five with a double, a run scored, and two RBIs. O'Hearn's uh, since September 1st, O'Hearn is hitting 353, five doubles, two homers, 11 runs scored, and 12 RBIs. He's been playing pretty much every day, but he's going to really lock in that everyday playing time with Ryan Mountcastle battling his shoulder injury. Will Benson continues to put forth quite the season and now in Great American Small Park for the week. Should have been a popular addition in most fantasy leagues. I know he was for me, but he's still out there widely in Yahoo formats. On Monday, Will Benson went one for three with a home run, a run scored in three RBIs. Since September 1st, Will Benson's hit in 306 with three homers, six runs scored, six RBIs, and even a stolen base. Nelson Velasquez just continues to make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside on all my dra- uh, draft and hold formats and even some fab leagues. Nelson Velasquez went one for three with a home run, two runs scored, and an RBI on Monday. Since July or since September 1st, Velasquez is hitting 255 with six home runs, 10 runs scored, and 13 RBIs. Just such a crazy power source from Nelson Velasquez. Love to see it. Make sure you all check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Monday. It finally happened. Finally, it's it, the it's happening gift from the office. It happened. Adam Wainwright did it. Seven innings pitched, no earned, four hits, two walks, three Ks. Wayno had five whiffs and a 30% CSW against the Milwaukee Brewers. Adam Wainwright finally picked up win number 200 of his career. Congratulations to Wayno. Such a fun one to watch go throughout his career. It was an ugly go here in 2023. I was seriously getting nervous that he might not get the 200 by the end of the season. Good for him, Adam Wainwright. Mike Clevenger, nine innings pitched. That's a complete game, folks. One run, six hits, zero walks, and seven strikeouts for Clevenger. 13 whiffs and a 30% CSW. Clevenger's been really, really good of late, especially his last three starts. Clevenger's thrown 22 innings, allowed three earned runs over those 22 innings, zero walks in 22 innings, and 21 strikeouts. Very good stuff for your playoff fantasy pushes. Then Jose Budo. This is one where I just couldn't buy it, couldn't buy it. I still struggle with it, I'll be honest. But he pitched great. He pitched great on Monday night. Six innings, one earned, four hits, only one walk, and six Ks. Budo had 12 whiffs and a 24% CSW. I highlighted the one walk for this reason. Over Budo's seven appearances since coming up from the minors, he's made five starts. 
but all all, all seven appearances combined, 32 innings pitched, 11 earned runs, not bad, 19 walks and 29 strikeouts. In the five games he started over those seven appearances, 27 innings pitched, only seven earned runs, very nice, but 15 walks and 22 strikeouts. The walks are a major problem, so the fact he allowed one walk on Monday was nice. We'll see how he finishes out the season to start towards the end of this week and one likely next week as well from Mr. Jose Buto. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Monday. James MacArthur of the Royals picked up his first save of the season as Carlos Hernandez had the day off. Adam Montevino picked up his 11th save of the year for the New York Mets. Ryan Helsley continues to get saves. It's save number 12 now for Helsley. Seems like he's getting one every day. I know he got one on Sunday, just racking them up left and right. Chris Martin picked up his second save of the year for the Red Sox. Reminder, Kenley Jansen's on the COVID IL, set to come back on Wednesday. So it's Chris Martin's gig for now. Yenner Cano picked up his seventh save of the year for the Baltimore Orioles. It's been a rough go for Cano, but a big save there and a big comeback win for the Orioles in Houston a day after clinching at that playoff berth for the O's. And then Josh Hader. Picked up save number 30 on the season. So big stuff there for the lefty Josh Hader. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Tuesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Some DFS targets. We have a 12-game slate, big 12-game main slate, starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time for DraftKings. Lots of hitting to look at here. Got the White Sox, White Sox versus Rutledge of Washington. My favorite stack of the night is the Padres versus Feltner. The Padres went off again on Monday versus uh, Ty Blotch and company. They went off on Sunday. They're clicking right now, so San Diego versus Feltner is a nice one. You got the Dodgers versus Alex Fado. That's always in play. Then Houston versus Kyle Gibson, but a lot of ways to go. You can make arguments. Boston is a very intriguing spot. Uh, some some very, very nice ways to go on this slate. Pitching-wise, Luis Castillo versus Oakland's great. Blake Snell versus Colorado is outstanding. I think he's too cheap for this slate. We'll have to see how it all pans out. If you're looking to punt, Adrian Hauser is coming in after an opener. He's gone five innings of late. Really good stuff. Strikeouts at least one inning for Hauser. Goes up against a struggling St. Louis Cardinals team for a discount. And then Javier Assad's only $5,900 versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. I like that one quite a bit as well. So want to punt pitching, get all the bats in the world. It's not, not undoable on this slate. 
some things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday. It's uh, playoff push time. It's it's weird looking at the rotations. Lots of openers, lots of followers, lots of just question marks. It's September baseball at its peak right now. But I'm looking forward to Braxton Garrett. He's been really shoving of late, getting back on track after the blister issue. The Marlins are red hot trying to get into the postseason. Marlins, uh, I'm looking forward to that game in South Beach. That should be a lot of fun. Give me some Kyle Gibson versus Hunter Brown as the Orioles and the Astros continue their postseason preview. Gibson's been the roller coaster ride. He always is. Hunter Brown hit a massive wall for a few starts. Bounced back great in his last out. He looked really, really good against the Oakland Athletics. But there's a thing. It was the Oakland Athletics. Let's see how Hunter Brown does against the Baltimore Orioles. This is a big boy baseball team. So I'm looking forward to Gibson versus Hunter Brown. Blake Snell going up against the Road Rockies in a start that Blake Snell should absolutely dominate on paper. On paper, this should just be a let's pad those Cy Young stats for Blake Snell. I'm looking to see if it happens. I think it happens, but I'm looking to see. I'm looking forward to watching that one on a little West Coast action. But in general, just all the fun playoff pushes. The, the wild card races are tight. Got a couple divisional races really tight. Some interesting matchups. Some of the teams that are in it, like I said, do these opener things. They got like one of my favorite trade deadline pieces. Yarborough's opening up for the Dodgers with Pepio falling. Pepio's been one of my favorite additions on the waiver wires in recent weeks. That's a fun one for the Dodgers. Just lots of ways to go. Uh, can Gallon get going against the Giants, against Cobb? It's, it's going to be a fun day. Fun day on the diamond. Fun couple weeks with these playoff pushes coming up, and we'll have you covered here at the First Pitch Podcast and at PitcherList.com because you got PL Plus, you got PL Pro, you got all the great stuff there. Remember, when you join PL Plus and PL Pro, you get in the amazing Discord. It gets you tons more content, tons of just great camaraderie in the baseball world. But there's that other sport going on. Monday Night Football wrapped up. Week two is in the books for the NFL. Week three is coming around the corner. Tons of injuries. The Nick Chubb injury, horrific. You know what you're going to need help with? Your fantasy football teams. And you know what PL Plus and PL Pro's Discord gets you? The access to QB list. And that's where you get your help you need for your fantasy football teams. So go check out PL Plus, PL Pro. Get in there. Get your fantasy football help, not just your fantasy baseball help, with QB list. You won't regret it one bit, I promise. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Tuesday and preview Wednesday's action on the diamond. But for now, this was your First Pitch Podcast. Tuesday, September 19th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.